Surprise, surprise. That's right. We are back with another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. Did you all forget about me or what? But we're back. We'll get the issue in on what's going on in my life. Why oh, it's been such a delay. And hey, we're, we're back just in time for football season because it's here. NFL week one, Thursday night. Bills at the Rams. Can't wait. We had a crazy college football weekend. Let's get it started. I want to let you all know what my predictions and everything are for the NFL season. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. Are you ready for some football? Because I sure am. It was so great watching some football this past weekend. College football kicked it off. As as you guys know, we had some crazy, insane scores, wild finishes. And this week, the NFL season is officially on the go. Bills and Rams kick off Thursday night football, an exciting week one matchup. And, you know, against the defending Super Bowl champions, Bills, can they finally make it over the top? They've been kind of knocking on the door the last couple of years with the improvement of Josh Allen, the improvement of the whole entire team. But can they actually get to the next step? Remains to be seen in this upcoming NFL season. But first, you know, I'm going to talk about a little bit of uh, what's been going on with me. You know, initially, I usually always take the summer off. Um, when I'm doing episodes and whatnot, um, that's just my thing. But I uh, wanted to start up back again, you know, when training camp hit and a couple of months ago and just uh, unfortunately it has been a little bit hard, a little tragedy with uh, the family. And, you know, my sister was in a coma for 45 days. Um, she has a brain injury. She just woke up. She woke up on her birthday. Uh, a few weeks ago, and now she's in a rehab facility in Houston, Texas. So it's been a very hard two months, two plus months now, on uh, on the family and everyone of what happened. And you know, big time prayers are up, and a lot of people have reached out to me, and I just appreciate this the prayers, you know. And um, we're going to get we have a GoFundMe set up. There'll be links on the Instagram, Feel the Heat Entertainment. Feel the heat ENT um, up on the website too. So like anything is much appreciated, but the one thing I'm um, this, this prayers and this share, get the message out. Um, it's been, like I said, very hard, <laughs> a lot of crying, but we're pulling through. She's coming along very well. You know, she's starting to talk some, um, being able to hold a little bit of conversations and whatnot. And it's just very emotional, very, very emotional. And I'm just, um, wish the best. I want to be there every second for, her, you know, and it's just been a very, very hard, <laughs> um, time these last couple of months. So, uh, appreciate people reaching out, appreciate the people I've already donated. Um, it means a whole lot and, you know, we're just going to take it one step at a time, one day at a time. And pray for a full recovery, you know, because uh, it was from a, you know, allergic reaction, basically an anaphylactic attack. Uh, was her diagnosis? There's no real diagnosis to why it happened because he's not allergic to anything, and whatnot. But that is what happened, and um, 
You know, that's why she suffered the brain injury because the um, brain was without oxygen for a certain amount of time. So we're just, uh, you know, continuing to think positive, you know, lots of prayers. And, you know, I wish everything well for my sister. And I'm going to fly back out there here the next probably week and a half, spend some time there and, you know, um, and just, you know, be there for her, you know. Um, like I said, I'm trying not to get too emotional over it and everything and talk about it and really put it out there, but it's very um, appreciative to anybody who has reached out, you know, and shown their support to the family, friends, and it's a, you know, long process. You know, it's going to take a very, very long process and long recovery, but we are um, on our way to, you know, success, I was to say. We're on our way. Um, So thank you guys. Anyways. Let's get started. Let's start talking some football. You know, it's it's just crazy. It's finally here. I'm excited for this football season, both college and the NFL, especially the NFL. I mean, I can't believe this is Thursday night football already. Um, they kick it off. What a way to kick it off, too, with the Bills and Rams, former uh, Super Bowl champions. Well, I want to start first with the college football because this first weekend of college football, I mentioned a few games. It was unbelievable. And I'll just start with the crazy North Carolina Appalachian State game. The final was 63 to 61. Appalachian Appalachian State, I'm starting to sound a little country there. Appalachian State scored 40 points in the fourth quarter and they lost. Mac Brown is doing his dance in the locker room for North Carolina. Is he like 80 years old? He's having fun. He's like, yeah, there's some things we're going to have to clear up after this, obviously. But laying up 40 points in the fourth quarter and still win, I guess is an accomplishment. I guess it's something to cheer about. Um, and then we had that Utah-Florida game. Utah was ranked seventh in the country. The Florida Gators are unranked, which I'm trying to figure that out because there's been a lot of hype coming into this season about this kid named Richards, Anthony Richardson, the quarterback for Florida. And I tell you what, that kid's going to be special. Saw him for the first time uh, last night because, you know, he's been all on some uh, deep uh, Heisman type, you know, um, predictions and maybe a first rounder in the NFL draft if he comes out and stuff like that. But this kid last night, or not, I shouldn't say last night, it's been <laughs> um, on Saturday was 17 of 24. 168 yards passing. He also had 11 carries, 106 yards, and three touchdowns. He had this awesome pump fake when the Utah guys uh, came into the line and spun around 360, just nailed like one kid in the back of the end zone. It's all by himself. Um, that kid, Anthony Richardson, is going to be special for the Gators. They knock off number seven, Utah, in a thrilling opener with a game ceiling interception in the end zone. Um, the seal of 29 26 victory over them. So it was just 17 seconds left in the game, too. So they had to make a play right there, and the kid did it. Um, so hey, it's gonna be a heck of a year for the Florida Gators. I really like this team. I'm a big Gator fan, so I'm excited. And then, the, and then, um, you know, FSU, the kind of big rival in state rivals. 
knocks off LSU 24-23, and a wild finish. They're up 24-17, talking about the Seminoles. And then um, the LSU guy muffs a punt. It's like the, you know, this ball's inside the 20-yard line. And (laughs) Florida State recovers. They're at the one-yard line, and they fumble the ball with a little over a minute to go. So LSU has to drive 99 yards. This got to be like almost John Elway-esque-like. And they did it. They scored the touchdown as time expired um, to make it 24-23. to 23. And then they missed the extra point. It gets blocked. And FSU wins 24-23 over the Tigers. Brian Kelly's first game as head coach of LSU, ends in dramatic fashion, and he loses. (laughs) I mean, talk about a heartbreaker. That is absolutely heartbreaking to drive the ball 99 yards and miss the extra point to put the game into overtime. Just flat out, this heartbreaker. There's no other way to put it. All right, so let's jump into the NFL. I tell you what, uh, last year I hit my Super Bowl pick by picking the Rams. I wanted an L.A. versus L.A. battle in L.A. We didn't really get that one, the Chargers and Rams. But nonetheless, it was a great Super Bowl. Bengals got there. That was not in my top five, I tell you that, um, last year. But the Rams did. Matthew Stafford gets the MVP. You know, Cooper Cup, MVP, Super Bowl. So, it was just... You know, the cap it all off like that for Matthew Stafford was just amazing. And are they my Super Bowl favorites this year too? Hmm, not quite. Because even though they they still kept a lot of guys, OBJ obviously knee injury, um, or the ACOs. I forget exactly what the name of the injury was, but I remember him. Uh, he's the free agent. He's not there. They got Allen Robinson in. From Chicago, they replace him. They added Bobby Wagner on the defensive side of the ball. Somehow, Rams just keep finding money to pay people and make it work under their cap situations. But I expect them to be really good. Will they have a Super Bowl hangover? Maybe. But I expect this team to be really damn good. They still have Aaron Donald. They still have Matthew Stafford. They still have Cooper Cup. They still have Jalen Ramsey. You know, and they, Bobby Wagner, like these, they still got some people. Cam Akers is back fully healthy from his injury. Um, coming out from last year, he really, you know, he played those final few games in the playoffs. Like that was it. But now he's fully recovered. You know, all their guys are fully recovered. So look out for those Rams. But who are my Super Bowl prediction this week, this year? And I'm still kind of betting high in those Chargers. I don't know. For some reason, I love the Chargers. I felt like last year. Uh, their coach lost them about four or five games by going forward on fourth down their own territories. You know, like, I really do feel like that. There's no, And there's just no reason for it finishing 9-8 and eight last year. You know, on the outside looking in. So, and missing the playoffs. That just makes no sense to me. It should be in the playoffs. Justin Herbert is a heck of a quarterback. And they just added some weapons. They added Cleo Mack to go opposite of Bosa. Are you kidding me? So now you got your edge rushers 
on both sides to get out of the quarterback. They were one of the worst teams in the NFL last year in terms of run defense. You know, they weren't too great in the pass either. They couldn't, let's just put it this way, they couldn't stop anybody that ran the ball on them. Uh, so they got some big defensive linemen like Joseph Day, uh, what's his name, Austin Jackson, you know, Morgan Fox. They they try to make that defensive line better. Of course, adding Cleo Mack in a trade from Chicago is huge. And cornerback J.C. Jackson, who they got over from the Patriots last um, he played for the Patriots last year, has a big phrase at signing with the Chargers to go with that secondary in Derwin James. So that is a big-time moves, and I expect big things from the Chargers. Of course, you know, they're using a first-round pick on an offensive lineman, so they got players. And Justin Herbert, you know, the, the Super Bowl is in Arizona, so the Arizona Cardinals, I don't think, are going to go to the Super Bowl. I don't think we're going to have any kind of repeat like the Bucks did with Tom Brady in Tampa and Matthew Stafford and, you know, and Cup and company with the Rams in L.A., I don't think that's happening this year, but the Chargers are my team to go. And I just really believe it. I mean, it could be the AFC West is, whoa, man, is that a tough division. If you can come out of the AFC West, you got some. Whoever comes out of the AFC West will probably win the Super Bowl, put it that way. Um, But the Chargers are my pick in the AFC and the NFC. I could go out on a big-time limb here and say the San Francisco 49ers, and here's why. If Trey Lance develops during the season, like, really, like, this is a big if, because a lot of question marks around his accuracy. Is he just going to run the ball? You know, he's going to be, you know, efficient enough in the passing game to help San Francisco over there. They did restructure Jimmy G's contract. So Jimmy G is the backup still. So they got to wait in the wings in case this thing really doesn't work out. But San Francisco is just another team that's just right, kind of like Buffalo. They're right on the edge of really making a Super Bowl appearance. And the last couple of years, they really they just can't come close. The 49ers got to the Super Bowl. Remember, Jimmy G didn't make that one pass. They're hoping Trey Lance can just make that one pass for him to give them a Super Bowl nod. And that's what they're missing. Um, kind of like how Green Bay is getting there, but they're not getting there. <laughs> you know, a lot of these teams are just a play or two away from getting to the Super Bowl. It's just not happening. But Trey Lance is a very unique talent. He has a lot of weapons. You're getting your running backs back from injuries. You still got Debo. You know, you got George Kittle on offense still. Like Brandon Ayuk made major improvements. He's really developing into a solid, like, number two option in receiver next to Debo. So the San Francisco team with Kyle Shanahan calling the plays for Trey Lance, I expect big things, but. Can Trey Lance really step up to the plate? Is he ready for this NFL action? He got a couple starts last year. Majority of the time he was running. Um, so we know he's very athletic, you know, very elusive. <laughs> it just depends on that arm. And can he be accurate and just efficient enough? So 
if he is, I really believe the 49ers will make a Super Bowl appearance and represent the NFC. So let's dig a little deeper now into the AFC, specifically the AFC West, because major moves went around. It's the hardest division in the damn, you know, whole NFL. Chargers, adding, like I said, adding Cleo Mack um, is just huge for their pass rush and getting the help to help, you know, with that defensive run game and whatnot. The Chiefs, now they lost Tyreek Hill. Maybe they made a big trade to the Miami Dolphins, trading away Tyreek Hill. So right now their receiving core is looking at Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Marquez uh, Van Scaling from coming over from Green Bay. So they're trying to plug it up a little bit. They drafted Sky Williams, rookie, in the draft. Um, so the Chiefs got some question marks coming in. Can they replace Tyreek Hill? Can any of those guys replace Tyreek Hill? I mean, you got Pat Mahomes. You still got Travis Kelsey. So the offense is still there with those two big, you know, guys. So we'll see how their offense goes with some of these newcomers. The Las Vegas Raiders is a team I actually really like on paper this year, too. Adding Devontae Adams, you know, wide receiver in the trade from Green Bay. Derek Carr reunites. They play together at Fresno State. I can't wait to see that offense in action with him in there. Uh, Hunter Renfro, uh, Darren Waller. The running back seems like it's going to be uh, much of a committee because you don't got Josh McDaniels, of course, a new head coach, you know, taking another job. Finally, not offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots anymore. So we'll see how this all unfolds. I'm actually really excited to watch them play. I can't wait to just watch the Las Vegas Raiders play because Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, I think is going to be lethal this year. And that passing attack is just going to be lethal. Maybe he has Hunter Renfro playing a lot like Julian Edelman too in that system. So I really expect big things from that offense in Raider Nation. The question is going to be their defense. You know, Crosby can't be the only guy coming after you. Um, so... Their defense is, you know, still a concern, but I expect big things from that offense. And the Denver Broncos bringing over Russell Wilson, one of the biggest trades of the offseason. He just signed a five-year, $245 million extension, too, without even playing a snap yet. So the Denver Broncos getting him, you know, their defense was, I think I was saying second last year in overall defense. So their defense was solid. It was just a bad quarterback play of Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, they had a little bit of injuries. But adding Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos is huge because I really believe in the weapons that Denver has. Cortland Sutton, I believe, is an animal. Jerry Judy, I feel like he can develop better um, in this system and having Russell Wilson as his quarterback. So, And Javante Williams, a young running back who was a rookie last year, played side over... He had over a thousand scrimmage yards too in his rookie season. So um, they bring him back along with Melvin Gordon, a great one-two uh, punch in the backfield. So Denver Broncos are going to be really good too. <laughs> I just can't wait. Like you really can't choose. I picked the Chargers to come out of this division. I'm picking them to go. Like, they're my Super Bowl team. I just, that's just I just want the Chargers for some reason. I've always been a uh, big fan of the Chargers. I was a big fan of the players that really they have on their team. 
It needs to all come together. Whoever comes out of this division, I believe, is on a Super Bowl, um, a Super Bowl caliber. Definitely Denver. Definitely the Chargers this year. Chiefs got a little bit of concern. Raiders going to be obviously a lot better with that um, offense with adding Devontae Adams. But I'm picking the Chargers to come out of this division. I'm picking the Broncos a close second. And that Chiefs and Raiders, I believe, are just going to be neck and neck. And I believe they're all going to have winning records, too. I don't think anybody's going to have a losing record in this division. Um, So that's what I think about AFC West. It's the toughest division in football right now. I'm going with my Chargers and possibly MVP Justin Herbert. So this kind of leads me to my next question here. Which QB is going to make the biggest splash of their new team? We have a lot of movement. We just mentioned Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. We have Matt Ryan now playing for the Indianapolis Colts. We have Carson Wentz playing for the Washington Commanders. Yeah, the Commanders. Thank you for choosing that name. Kind of whack, but it's just going to be so weird saying Washington Commanders. But anyways, and Baker Mayfield goes to the Carolina Panthers. Marcus Mariota is now with the Atlanta Falcons, and he'll be their starter there. Desmond Ritter may get some snaps. He's the rookie they drafted out of Cincinnati. I expect him if the Atlanta struggles coming out the gate. You know, maybe last half of the season, Desmond Ritter will get his shot. Um, I'm interested to see that. I really think that kid is uh, was one of my favorite quarterbacks, you know, coming into this past draft. So, I mean, there's a few others like Mitch Trubisky for the uh, Steelers. You know, I'm not really looking at that too highly. You know, there's a few others, but, like, these are the main – you know, QBs, of course, um, I'm going with Russell Wilson. I think he's going to be, have the biggest impact on his team, possibly win a division, you know, make a run in the playoffs. I I mean, this that upgrade is just so – I mean, you had Teddy Bridge. Check down Teddy, throwing you the ball, and you had um, Drew Locke. It was, you know, Drew Locke is backing up Geno Smith in Seattle. That just goes to tell you where he's at. Um, <laughs> anyway, so – but. Uh, I'm just going to touch on Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan and Indy, I think, is big. I think it's a very underrated move. Some people are kind of on the fence about how much he really does improve that team. But that team had a pretty damn good defense. And they got a stout at running back in Jonathan Taylor. That guy could make an MVP run this year. He had 2,000 rushing yards on him. That guy is... One of the best running backs we've seen come in the league in a long time. So pairing him with Matt Ryan, Michael Pittman can finally get the ball. You know, they drafted that one wide receiver out of Cincinnati. I think he could be pretty decent too. I just think this makes their offense so much better because Carson Wentz was so bad to watch at times last year. I mean, yeah, he made some plays, but then he made some boneheaded plays. So the Colts are a real team to watch this year and see how much better they can be in the win column with Matt Ryan. I really believe he's a um, very underrated move for them because they tried it, you know, with Phillip Rivers. It kind of worked, kind of didn't. You know, then they tried to bring Carson Wentz in. It really didn't work. And now they got another savvy little veteran, Matt Ryan, who's at the end of his career, but he still has, a, I think he has two, three solid more years left left in them, and I expect the Colts to be a pretty damn good football team. So keep an eye out for them. But Russell Wilson is definitely 
the quarterback I believe is going to make the biggest impact on his new team. All right, let's get into a, some prediction for the Bills at Rams Thursday Night Football. Who you got? I'm going to go with the Rams opening night, defending Super Bowl champs. I'm hitting the Rams. That's how we're going to end the show today. <laughs> I just believe you know, there's nothing wrong. What was it, Matthew Stafford's shoulder that he was concerned about? Or his elbow was one of them? Or it's very concerning. And then it's like, oh, no big deal. It's a full go. You know, but... um. I, I'm going with the Rams. I think, believe it's going to be an exciting game. Can Josh Allen and the Bills? The Josh Allen is in the MVP conversation. A lot of people put him up there. A lot of experts put him up there. He has to shine for Buffalo to get over the hump and make that Super Bowl run. Um, but it ain't going to be on Thursday night. We ain't starting that early. We're going with Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, connection. We, you know, Picking up right where they left off in the Super Bowl. You know, I believe the Rams are going to beat the Bills. And I believe there's be some points scored in this game. Usually you don't see too much defense, right? The first game. So it may be a little sloppy early on, but I'm going to go like 34-24 Rams in this opening game. <laughs> Thursday night football game. Oh, man, I'm excited for the NFL. Thank goodness it's finally here. We get to talk about it. I know... No more predictions. We're going to see. Let the games fly. And that'll do it. I want to thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Crib with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember to check out our social media at Feel the Heat Entertainment. That's Feel the Heat ENT on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And check out the official website at FeelTheHeatEntertainment.com. It's FeelTheHeatENT.com. We're going to post some things up for there for the blog as you all read. The new episodes, of course, are going to be on there. And it's available on all streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, you know, wherever you get them, that's where it's available. So thank you all for joining me again. Catch you all next time. Peace out.